This is Sandcast, Beach Volleyball with Triborn and Travis McWhorter, presented as always by our buddies at Wilson Volleyball, who we can now get new Wilsons because it's AVP season, although um, not for the McNamara Twins. Megan and Nicole, mm-hmm. you guys are about to uh, get on the world tour. You guys are going to be seeing plenty of each other. I know. We yeah. just talked about Your it. schedules are pretty much the same. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Um, yeah. So you guys, like, no break between... UCLA National Championship, congratulations, Thank you. by the way. And now, um, like, have you taken, like, a nice, like, down week to calm down before it's, like, Brazil to China to check and everything? So we're just going to keep going, play Brazil, play China, and then come back to L.A. and take a few weeks to just relax Okay. our graduation and then making the move to Toronto. Okay. So is that where, like, Canada Beach Volleyball, is that, like, the center of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Volleyball Canada Training Okay, center. so that's like the Hermosa Beach of, of Canada. Yeah. Also, well, they do then, have a training center, actually. Mm-hmm. Their own courts. Do they have like yeah. a weight room, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, medical, there's a weight room in that? there, but um, most of the teams will train at the CSIO. It's like their Olympic training center for a lot of the oh, national wow. teams there. It's cool. I didn't realize that because so many of the Canadians come down here mm-hmm. and they like end up, yeah. well, now it seems like they're all moving here. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Well, the um, facility is indoors, so a lot of the teams will come down here right before the season to mm-hmm. play outdoors in the in the wind. Yeah, yeah I was going to wonder that. So you have indoor beach courts, yes, right? Okay, so you, so you can train year-round. Mm-hmm. And what, what were the courts that you guys grew up playing and training? Because it's not... I would say that beach volleyball like wouldn't be a super popular sport in Canada, but we're starting to see a ton mm-hmm. of Canadian success in the sport. So where where did you guys like do your training? Are there like a decent amount of indoor facilities? There's one in Vancouver where we practiced, and then there are a couple um, in Ontario. Okay, and those are kind of like the two hubs in Canada where they're most of the athletes are coming from. But yeah, we can train like four months, five months out of the year outside, and then the rest indoors. Okay. Yeah. And they have big heaters to yeah, heat like up a the... big warehouse. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we would benefit from having that. I mean, because we can always suck it up and go out here, but it's pretty cold. Like, have you, you guys train out here <laughs> well, in the winter, obviously. We got used to the L.A. weather, so we found the earlier months, like January. January but when we first first yeah. got to L.A., a Canadian. lot of the girls would complain about it being cold, and we're like, this is not cold. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. February. Like, this is nice. I am yeah. the worst. I'm like, I mean, I'm from Hawaii. My hands, my fingers go numb. I'm like, this isn't right. Yeah. It's torture. Yeah. You should see the outfits that this guy's wearing. It's like 60 degrees, and he's like long sleeve sweatshirt, sweatpants, beanie, like mittens. I I wear gloves to warm up, yeah. Little little grips on it so I can still set. And then, yeah, practice starts to get a little ugly, and then I take the gloves off. Yeah. Making fashion statements. I like to sweat. If I'm not sweating in a whole practice, that means it's cold. Or I'm not working hard at all. <laughs> What's the weather in uh, Itapema like right now? Have you checked? No. That's a good idea. You guys didn't check? Probably nice. We probably should have checked that. <laughs> I just looked at Austin today. I was assuming it's going to be hot. I was assuming it's going to be yeah. like 80 and Have you been to Brazil before? Yeah, a lot. It's usually hot. Um, but this is still early. In the summer, I mean, summer hasn't really started, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's usually hot and humid, so it's like that tropical weather, which I like mm-hmm. from Hawaii. Have you guys played in Brazil? Mm-hmm. This will be your first, first time? time. And congrats on getting the wild card into the main draw. It's not yeah, a bad start. <laughs> that is <So> huge. Nice. <laughs> Relieves a lot of stress. Yeah, I bet. Mm-hmm. How, uh, I guess, explain for the listeners like how a team would go about getting a wild card spot, because I think that's always like a really hazy matter in beach volleyball. I mean, we just checked the list, and it <laughs> said wild Did you card. apply so, for, like, when you registered? No, did you, like, Canada does it. So oh, okay. Like, we don't really have okay. to say it. It's based on points, and Volleyball Canada has a system. Okay. Kind of all of, yeah. Got it. Well, that's a huge start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a long travel day, so yeah. it'd be nice. To... And so, I mean, you guys are, like, are rolling right now. Like, you got into World Champs, which, congrats. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So Thank I'm you. sitting with three yeah. people getting the World Champs. It's not yes. bad. <laughs> yeah, we're stoked on that one. That is a really fun event. Yeah. Definitely. You've played in the World Champs before? Yeah, 2015. I got to play in that. It's, it's a big deal. It's mm-hmm. like the kind of event where you're like, all right, now this makes us feel important. You yeah. know, there's big dinners and like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it 10 depends. 10 days, right? They, yeah, it's 10 days. So that is yeah, such it's a hard. long event. 
<laughs> well, it's like the Olympics. Yeah. You actually don't play every day. You play every other day. Mm-hmm. And it's Very. one match. Okay. We're used to being, like, tired and beat yeah. up, and we already played one that day. Yeah. So, yeah, it's weird, like, having a whole day off. And it's hard to carry your momentum through mm-hmm. each match. But you get really high-level matches because yeah. you just have one, and you're just fully amped up for it. Uh, Germany's a great place to play. Hamburg's actually a really cool town. It's a big volleyball town. It's where um, I believe the whole German national team trains there. I've been to their facility like multiple times. Um, so it's going to be cool. And I believe it's at the same uh, like tennis venue. So it's like a big stadium in the middle. And then there's little tennis stadiums surrounding it. Cool. So the side courts are like really cool courts as well. Nice. Yeah, we played in Munich. Uh, last summer for the World University Games, and we loved it. Oh, yeah. It was really nice. I heard that those are, like, super fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really cool, because it was all, like, people around our age. Because that's, like, mini Olympics, sort of, right? Totally. The one we did wasn't multi-sport. It was just okay. Oh, yeah. I think they alternate years. Okay. Um, so every other What's year the difference? World University Games and the other one's World University... It's, like, a different name. World University Championships, maybe? Yeah, maybe something. Yeah. I was supposed to go to the... Um, championships or whatever the, the one that was only beach volleyball but I didn't end up going I did get to go to the World University Games which is like the Olympics the multi-sport one the multi-sport one yeah yeah we it's did the cool. the Youth Olympics back in 2014 in that's China and huge. it was it was like it felt like a mini Olympics like it was yeah. really yeah. cool so it was like you said games every other day yeah, yeah. opening and closing ceremony I think that's, that's so awesome. valuable just to have that experience of like mm-hmm. you know especially like for us I'm sure we all aspire to go to the Olympics mm-hmm. so just to have that under our belt and feel what that's like to have to play in, for your country, but like also with all the other athletes totally. around. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys have played in some cool events. What's, yeah. uh, is there one that sticks out to you guys as, as one of the cooler ones or more memorable ones? Obviously, winning twice in Gulf Shores is probably up there. But, yeah. I mean, you guys have played in some really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Alabama's special, just like the format of it, because... When we go to these tournaments, it's just the two of us, international ones. Mm-hmm. So having like all of our teammates, and yeah. it's just fun being able to like celebrate with the whole team. Um, but with just the two of us, I think the Youth Olympics was just like out of this world. Yeah, it was so cool. Because we were also very young. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah, it was really cool. How different is the dynamic between college? Like we're like you said, like and you guys are really close at UCLA too, where you have like that full team and it's literally like a team sport. Mm-hmm. You know, because even if say court five loses, you know courts one, two, and three can seal it up and like UCLA wins, and yeah. then you have it's just you guys. Mm-hmm. So is it difficult to adjust to that new dynamic? Very. It's, it's, the weird thing is like you can win your match, but then. UCLA loses, so you're like happy just and then such you're a bummed, conflict and of you're emotions. Like, what am I supposed to feel right now? Or vice versa, you're all pissed about your loss, but then the team's all stoked. And yeah, it's, totally. it's bizarre. It's a very bizarre feeling. Yeah, and, and there the points are kept uh, separately, so there's an individual points and the team points happening throughout the season. Is that how it works? Well, you'll keep your individual record as a pair, right? But. Um, like the school it's just based on like the duel with another university right mm-hmm. and but isn't there like a a specific uh, pair national champion there used and, to be oh so they don't have that they anymore they don't have that anymore Got a it. few years ago I think Sarah and Kelly won the pairs one right right when USC also won one year that's what I was thinking yeah okay interesting yeah could you guys see that um, format like coming out to the pro tour or even international, where it'd be your country instead of your school. Oh, that'd be pretty know, cool, right? Yeah, that would be cool. I would love to see that, that happen. Would be really have cool. like a like a Ryder Cup where you could have like the U.S. versus Brazil versus at least a one off event. Yeah, awesome. I mean we're on board with that. I mean our Canadian women's teams are just yeah. You guys are stacked right now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are totally we'll on board with board. that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Where do you guys stand in the Canadian mix of things and points wise? Right and now we're the third Canadian Okay, team. so it's Heather Bansley and Brandy Wilkerson, one. Yes. And then Sarah Pavin, Melissa Humana Paredes, two. And then you guys are in at the three. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so then I think it's Sophie Bukovic and Taylor Pischke. Taylor Pischke. Okay. Where did Taylor go to college? She went to the University of Manitoba for indoor back okay. in Canada. But I th- I'm pretty sure she did a year 
in Santa Barbara or somewhere in California. Okay. So I feel like, because I recognize the name. I didn't know if it was from college or if she's just played in like local events, but I know that Sophie went to USC. Mm -hmm. Yes. I met her at a North Seca in Martinique. She was playing it with uh, Alex Paletto, Mm -hmm. who's also at USC. Yeah. Yeah. Is it it funny playing like your like country women at like UCLA versus USC, even though you don't directly match up with Alex? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a weird dynamic because, like, yeah. we're such good friends, but then, like, there's the whole UCLA-USC rivalry that yeah. people are, like, so into, like... Totally. So even, like, being at those tournaments, like, if we're seen talking to Trojans... So. <laughs> <laughs> is that more for the fans, that rivalry, or is it, like, on court, too? Because everything... I mean, it was a really intense match, but I didn't know if that was any more intense because it, it was USC-UCLA or, if, like, I mean, a Pac-12 championship was on the line the first time and then NCAA championship was on the line the second time. I mean, the USC girls are all nice and friendly, but yeah. there is something about, like, the rivalry. Where, yeah. Like, yeah. If we're playing USC, it's like, we can't lose USC. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Totally. It feels even better beating them. Yeah. yeah. How fun was that vibe, too, for Pac-12? And I know it didn't end up going your way, but, like, people were lining the parking garage, and, yeah, like, Mark Schuerman jumped the fence to get in because it was too packed. They stopped letting people point. in. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. It was a so, really fun event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it? I, I feel like that's, like... And USC is, like, the perfect stadium for that because it's small enough where you can get that really tight crowd like that. Mm-hmm. Is that one of the funner atmospheres to play in? Yeah. It was fun. I It didn't really work in our favor just because it was right. mostly USC fans, mm-hmm. which definitely played to their advantage. But it, yeah. it is a, a cool atmosphere, and it's fun that so many people are wanting to come out and watch college beach volleyball. Yeah. What's the best uh, place to play for NCAA besides your home courts? The courts at Stanford are beautiful. Stanford. Yeah, they're newly renovated and it's good for fans also. They have this nice like grassy area where you can sit. Yeah. They're really nice. Fuller. Fuller's doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Yeah. What about for um, atmosphere, like fans coming in and cheering and that kind of thing? I'd say Gulf Shores. Other than Gulf Shores. Oh, other than Gulf Shores or? Well, sure, Gulf Shores. Gulf but that's Shores. what? Yeah, probably Gulf Shores. And what school's home court is Gulf Shores? Uh, Alabama Birmingham hosts it. Okay. They haven't played in the tournament, but okay, got it. Be the host, but there's a youth tournament just down the beach. So all the girls after playing or in between games will come and watch. That's and awesome. So it's pretty fun. Guys. There's a big uh, volleyball fan base down there, mm-hmm. from yeah. what I hear. It's surprising. AB- I've heard that that, I mean, people have said that they really want AVP to go there mm-hmm. to that specific beach. It's a really they would do a beach. great job hosting an AVP. Wow. You yeah, would never think should. Alabama yeah. beach volleyball. That's where yeah, I learned how to play. <laughs> you learn how to play at Gulf Shores? So the the hangout is this restaurant that um, that's where all the beach courts are. That mm-hmm. was the first open tournament I ever played in. Wow. The hangout. Okay. Yeah. And you wouldn't expect, like, when you hear Alabama, you don't think, like, the most beautiful beach, like, mm-hmm. you've ever seen. But it is, like, a gorgeous beach. Like, white sand, like that no way. Caribbean teal water. Yeah. I've seen pictures. Yeah. It looks like it looks like the Caribbean or maybe yeah. Florida yeah. or something so, like that. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I don't think I've ever like played down there. Yeah. I didn't um, get to play in New Orleans. Well, New, New Orleans is always weird because the facilities are, like... It's like chain link fences. Those were like the worst events I heard. Because it always just got rained out. Right. Yeah. You could like swim mm-hmm. <laughs> at Coconut one year. Oh, there you go. Yeah. It's fun. Um, but I, I, I'm always surprised by how many fans go out to Gulf Shores. Because Gulf Shores is close to, it's convenient for no school. Mm-hmm. Except for Alabama, Birmingham. Because yeah. like, especially for like Polly, which had to drive up to San Jose, fly into like Houston, fly into Pensacola, drive mm-hmm. an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And then like it's Stetson had like a six there. hour. Yeah. It's always, I wonder if they can pick, even though Gulf Shores is, like, perfect in terms of, like, conditions and it's picturesque, mm-hmm. um, they can pick, like, a location that's easier for yeah. people to get to. Mm-hmm. I feel like if, like, LSU, like, their courts would be perfect for that. Have you guys played there yet? Mm-hmm. I think UCLA's planning on going there next year. Okay. Yeah. Because they have, like, a beautiful stadium. They also have, like, a bunch of facilities around there, too, like in Baton Rouge. That oh, are, really? Yeah, because they have, they used to play this place called Mangos, which has, it's, a lot like Stanford, mm-hmm. actually, um, where they have like stands and then like five or six courts. So it'd be a, that would be a good place to host one too. Oh, cool. Yeah, but Gulf Shores is yeah, Gulf gorgeous. Shores is pretty special. But it would be nice in California, much more convenient. True. Slight home court advantage. Yeah. <laughs> UCLA, we're renovating our courts. I think in August. In, in August, yeah. Okay, because you guys just you have two, right? Mm-hmm. And then are they adding more? 
Yeah, they're yes. expanding it. So we have two that are kind of like this way. And okay. sometimes we'll move them this way, but then there's no serving room. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're expanding them. Four courts, I think, like bleachers, bleachers. We'll oh nice up yeah. there will be really nice do you Just guys get some fans coming out because <laughs> i haven't awesome. been to the yeah, ucla really. home match yet yeah we have um a couple home games a year but it just takes a long time because we have to do three rounds right but we got a decent amount of fans yeah it's pretty fun you, it's fun you, playing you win a lot it's easy to root for a team that wins yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and your next class coming in like you guys are leaving the program in pretty good hands too mm-hmm. oh yeah our freshman class this year was very strong and I think we have a strong one coming in. Yeah. It's exciting to see how they do next year. Have you guys thought about like the role that you play? Cause I know when I talked to Stein at the beginning of the year, he was like, you know, our program is kind of designed around the way that the McNamara's play. It's just like this ball control, um, really steady, consistent. Like, have you like kind of embraced the role that you played in helping build the program into the like two time back to back national championships? Yeah. I mean, it's, pretty special like Stein always believed in us from the beginning and said I'll let you two play together until something better comes along or right. it shows that you'd be stronger with someone else mm-hmm. and yeah I mean a lot of the girls on our team are our height or an inch or two taller so I mean it obviously worked out yeah <laughs> yeah what is it that you guys think makes you so good because I think for a casual beach volleyball fan they would see two like five nine five ten yeah five nine um girls they probably think (laughs) how are they going to do that like go against a brandy and a heather for example um what do you think it is that makes you guys so good and able to play at the level that you do we rely a lot on our serving getting Mm -hmm. the other team out of system and just just, ball control in general and speed so we're talking faster offense yeah. And I think just that we've played together for so long also. That helps. Yeah, it definitely helps not having to communicate as much. We kind of know where each other are on the court at all times. Yeah. It's kind of like what you're able to do with Trev. Even though you're not twins, you grew up together for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> Same height. Yeah, no, that, I mean, definitely helps. Yeah. Trevor and I, uh, we just jumped out there last year and we're winging it. But somehow, like, I've seen him play so much. He's seen me play so much. We just kind of figured it out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that chemistry definitely, I could see that helping, especially when you have the twin connection. (laughs) That helps. Can help us and hurt us. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Trevor could not play with his brother. (laughs) Well, they played well, but they didn't get along so well. They didn't last quite as long as you guys. How long have you been playing together for? Like, when did you start playing? Our first tournament ever. We were 12. Okay. Beach volleyball. mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah, we were young, and I think we are. We were scrapping. One of us kicked sand at the other. Our parents were scrapping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. Wow. Nine years now. Dang. I That's couldn't cool. survive for nine years playing with my brother. Like, we definitely would have killed each other by now. Um, <laughs> it seemed like you guys, like, because obviously you would get, like, you could see that you get a little frustrated with one another at points. Mm-hmm. But it looked like you did also a really good job of, like, being like, okay, well, it was just one point, And then the next play, you just, like, hugged it out. Like, we're good to go again. Is yeah. that something that, like, you've had to work on a little bit? Because I know, like, siblings fight. That's just the way it goes. Right. Yeah, we've had to work a lot on that, like, just connecting and, like, coming together after a bad point rather than, like, just turning our backs and not clapping hands because we, ha- we have lost some games where we've kind of got on each other a little bit. So Stein, he helped us out a lot and, like, made it a focus. And <laughs> he, would, he would, wouldn't tolerate us fighting at practice. Yeah. Now, really now you. I was just thinking about that. I was like wondering if the coaches helped you guys with that dynamic at all. Because now, transitioning to the world tour, where there's a little more stress, a little more. I mean, I don't know if you guys have a coach, first of all. Uh, but do you guys ready for that transition? Have you like thought about it in terms yeah. of it being a little more stressful, maybe? I think one thing that's different is that if it's just the two of us out somewhere in the world, mm-hmm. we kind of also just need to lean on each other because yeah. it is have. so stressful. Totally. So <laughs> yeah. I think that kind of helps Yeah. because we kind of are, you know, like cushioned in UCLA with like all the support, all of our teammates. And yeah. It's just like, we can kind of get away with it. Also knowing that like our twos through fives have our back. Right. So I think that just like knowing, okay, we invested a lot of time, money, we're out here, like, we need to come together. Yeah, because like, we didn't find fighting to be a huge issue when we played on tour last summer, Yeah, which was a huge... huge That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't expect it to be an issue, but it. I definitely, like, know that throughout the year, and there's always, you know, highs and lows, but I'm yeah. thinking, like, 
if I was in college and I had four other teams there that I could kind of be like, all right, well, we're part of this bigger thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I have coaches that are coaching all of us, mm-hmm. then it might be a little bit more of a cushion, not to scare you guys on the world tour. Yeah. <laughs> but also, you're playing for Team Canada, which is similar, but not similar because they're also your direct rivals. Like, yeah. them doing well doesn't really help exactly. you, which I wish it did. I mm-hmm. wish we all kind of could work together more as a country. Yeah. Whereas, like, the other guys are pretty much enemy number one for us because mm-hmm. we're all fighting for the resources at USA Volleyball. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. That it's an interesting change in dynamic, yeah. to say the least. But obviously, you guys are going to do well. We're excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that's why we've got to have these country versus country exhibitions, like the college Dude, models. I think and we, we need to root, root for each other. That would other. be awesome. Yeah, that would be, really be great. Cool. Yeah. Well, what was that snow tournament that you went to? What was that like? That was a riot. Because, like, there's no real precedent. Like, they were changing rules mid-tournament. So, like, when, when that happens, like, and it was hilarious because in the technical meeting, they're talking about the subbing. So, you, there's three on the court, and then you have a sub. Mm-hmm. So, you can sub in and out once per set. And so, Carissa Cook was like, so, if we have a person who's serving really well, when their serve is finished, they score a point, can, like, they sub out and then sub back in to serve again? And the guy was like, that's a great question. He's like, you just found a good loophole. And they just changed the rule mid-tournament. Right. Really. <laughs> so we were just, like, goofed around. It was so fun, though. Uh-huh. But um, everybody keeps asking about, like, the surface of the playing. Mm-hmm. So, like, it just changed throughout the day. So in the morning, it was really packed because it iced over overnight. Mm-hmm. And then in, like, the mid-afternoon, it was, like, playing in Huntington. Because, like, it was just slushy enough where you could move around. It mm-hmm. wasn't. But then, like, afternoon was a disaster. Because you'd try to stop and you'd slide four feet. And so, so like, the finals, like, if you watch him, like, Madison would go dig a ball, and he'd have to, like, plant, and then he'd be drifting, drifting, drifting. Right, right, right. <laughs> was like, it hard to warm it. up when it was so cold out? It was actually, like, in Austria, it was, like, 65. Oh, really? It was awesome. Yeah, it was perfect. Like, nice. we were playing in tank tops and shorts and soccer cleats. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So, it was so fun, though. I thought it would be dangerous. Like, for sure you're going to tear a groin or something. Yeah. We were, we all, like made a pact that, like, we weren't, like, if we were going to dive and it was risky that, like, we were just pulling out. Except Chase got, I mean, he dove into a ball block and, like, had a pretty good slash, like, Mm -hmm. down the side. And and you just get competitive and you do it. But we were all like, let's keep beach our priority here. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But it was fun. And it's crazy that, like, so the CEV, which is the European Federation, has been putting these on for 11 years, which I had no clue. But the FIVB is jumping in now because they want it to be an Olympic sport. So they get more funding from the IOC. So now they're, like, really pushing it. So there's another one in Argentina in August. So, That's awesome. Yeah. So USA, if you're listening, like, I'm down. That's <laughs> your guy right here. <laughs> you guys have any interest being from Canada? You guys don't even have a team, I heard. We, I don't out of think all we have a snow team. Out of I, all countries to not have a team. <laughs> I think we're from Vancouver, so we're kind of babies with the cold, too. Okay, like got it. It doesn't get too cold there. Okay. Really? Yeah, Toronto will be a shock for us, I think. So Toronto... It's much colder there. Yeah, so can you, like, lay out the... So there's Vancouver, which is, like, just, like just north of here, right? above Seattle. Okay. Oh, that's right. Okay. West Coast. Okay. Cold, but not, like, like right. bone-chilling. Yeah. Right. Like, East Coast. Okay. So Toronto, it's like, you don't want to leave your house sometimes. Okay. <laughs> right. Isn't it like why don't why doesn't Canada just move there? It's a great question. <laughs> 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 Vancouver. Yeah. Toronto's kind of a sports capital for yeah. Canada, right? I feel like. It, yeah. A lot I of their pro so. teams are out there. Yeah. It's a cool city too. I mean I got to go there in the summer, so I thought it was great. We've heard good things. We've heard that it's fun for young professionals <laughs> our age. So yeah, for sure. we'll see. I'm gonna go in with an open mind. <laughs> I had no idea that um like, do you guys speak French? Or anything? I had no idea that, like, that was such a popular language in Canada. Because I used to um, teach journalism to students, and a lot of the kids moved here from Canada, and they all spoke French. That's more of a Quebec thing. Okay. Like East Coast. Okay. Yeah. In mm-hmm. Vancouver, like, in school, we were always allowed to choose between French and Spanish. Okay. Or Mandarin. Or Mandarin. <laughs> of course. Mandarin. <laughs> what did you guys choose? <laughs> Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, because our family spends a lot of time in Mexico. Damn, I wanted to hear you guys speak Chinese. <laughs> that would be really helpful. For all of our, Honestly, all of our Chinese listeners. That would be helpful on the road. Because some of the places we go, it, not many people speak English. And it's yeah. rare that we go to Spanish-speaking countries. Like, most yeah. Americans have learned at least a little Spanish. Yeah. And we, we're going to... I don't think we're going anywhere. 
that speaks Spanish this year? There was a three-star in Chetumal. It was women's only in the fall, but apparently it might be men's and women's this year. And it was, you guys yeah, had a great too. tournament there, too. Yeah, it was that was one of the ones I was going to say it was one of the most memorable. It was super fun. Like, the town just, I think it was the most exciting thing Where is seen that? in a while. Right about Belize. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was okay. a pretty small town, and they were just, they filled the stadium. People were lining up down the street. They had to put projectors up no way. outside of the awesome. stadium, and people were camping out hours before the games with chairs, trying to get that's so cool. The projector. It was yeah. The amazing. town just like lit up. It was amazing. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. After games, that. they had to get people, tournament organizers, to help usher us from the court really? to the van because people would be like chasing, trying to get pictures. That's so autographs. cool. Autographs. Like, they yeah, they loved it. it <laughs> Sounds was like awesome. they earned themselves a four star. I know. It should yeah, be. It really should be. And they need a bigger stadium. They need a bigger stadium. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I kind of like that it's packed there because I remember yeah. watching the stream because um, you guys played Kerry Walsh mm-hmm. and Brooke Sweat for bronze, yes. which was an awesome match, mm-hmm. by the way. You guys like came out firing in that first set, too. Yeah, that was I a fun know. game. Yeah, but I like how packed the stadiums get because when it goes too big and it's not filled, it just doesn't have that same vibe. But when they keep it like, like tight like that, yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah, like Vegas. <laughs> yeah. How was it playing against Kerry in that match? Yeah, had you guys played her before? No. I know it's kind of like... It was pretty surreal, honestly. Yeah. Like, we looked up at the board, and it was like, Matt Camara, and I'm like, whoa, you're Yeah. Like, wow, like, this is so cool. Because mm-hmm. she was, like, the best of the best when we right. first picked up a volleyball. Right. So, it was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Was there a, a Canadian player that you guys look up to? I know the guys looked up to, I think, what, John Childs mm-hmm. um, and Mark Reese. I think we're kind of the two... Marquise, yeah. there we go. Yes. Um, but is there like a um, Canadian woman that you guys looked up to, or was it mostly like Carrie and Misty? Misty May, we always loved. Okay. She, you know, she's our height, and yeah, yeah. Like I just love the way that she played. Yeah. And then, but there's uh, Jamie Broder. I don't know if you've heard. I'm not of her. sure. She went to the last Olympics with Christina Valias. Okay. And she's around our height also, and we watched her at the Vancouver Open, one of our local tournaments, and and we loved her. And, when we couldn't accept prize money, we would always donate it to her. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So she sent us sports bras, and so we always <laughs> wow. kind of looked up to her also. That's great. Mm-hmm. Is there a player now that you guys kind of look up to or try to emulate? Uh, on, not women's, but Cantor Losiak. Uh-huh. We love the way that They're they play. They're great. I love yep. watching those guys. Yeah. So uh, some of the coaches that we've worked with have told us to watch them and kind of emulate how they play, like their fast offense, because yeah. that's what we're going to have to do. Mm-hmm. And you guys do that really well. I feel like that you have the way you guys played made a lot of other teams in college like forced to do similar things because mm-hmm. now other teams are starting to do it. You see a lot more girls hand setting and running those stuff. Yeah. I feel like you guys were kind of like like ushered that in. Yeah, it was actually Jeff Alzina, our volunteer assistant last year, who Great guy. implemented it. Yeah, we've always wanted to run a fast offense, but we never really did it our first couple of years at UCLA just because with so many girls on the team, it was hard to have drills catered just. Like for us, right? So Stein kind of had to make it more like for all of the girls. So we never really got to work on it. But then Jeff came and he said, "No, every girl on this team is capable of running plays." Yeah. So even at the beginning, when it didn't look very good, he was like, "Nope, we're gonna keep doing it." And people always say that that's what helped us win our first national championship last year. Yeah, for sure. Because now you have like Sarah and Lily are running like back set shoot slides, (laughs) and like no, like blockers don't even Mm -hmm. try for it. Like they just like drop off and they're like, "All right, nice." Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Just get back and serve. You have to adopt a completely different blocking style to Mm -hmm. be able to match that kind of or defensive style, I guess. You know, to match that because if you're doing the normal like small side steps you're just not going to get there mm-hmm. you know you really have to train to be able to cover ground as a blocker yeah and, and if you're late to everything you have to on to like yeah and then just, you have to remember yeah. to line up on the right shoulder of that person and, yeah and then you guys look the same so you switch <laughs> yeah. sides like which one which arm is she gonna hit with yeah. actually we have a funny story she tore her labrum our second year mm-hmm. and was all taped up could barely swing and i taped my left shoulder and we dressed matching head to toe so then She'd get served a couple balls or it would hurt a bit. So we just flip sides and no one knew. They'd just serve me. And we're like, okay. <laughs> That's what um, I think wow. the Wits did, have done similar things <laughs> yeah. when... I, I forget which one. One of them is like always hurt, but one of them like tore her oblique in an NVL. So they both yeah. taped up, were matching sunglasses, switched sides all the time. So like mm-hmm. no one knew. Mm-hmm. And they're like super identical too. Yeah. Yeah. We're good friends with them. So we always yeah. talk about like what it's like to be a twin. And Is it fun. funny to play other twins? Like have you played the Norses or the Wits? We've but- never played the Norses, but we've played against the Wit twins. They were the ones in Arizona. 
our first two years. We got to play them a few times. Yeah. And everyone loved it. Like, it was <laughs> it's a, it's yeah. a really funny match. <laughs> Do you guys think you gravitated towards beach volleyball because it's a double sport originally? Definitely. Because mm-hmm. I'm wondering, I'm like, how is there so many twins showing? <laughs> I'm like, maybe it's like, you know, when you see a two-person sport, and it's a really popular sport uh, for women, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, maybe that's just... Yeah, I mean, we started N- natural. before, but mm-hmm. we loved it. It got also. to the point where we were like, she was a setter, and I was an outside, and she was just setting me every ball. And the coach was like, <laughs> you gotta like give other people some love. Like, maybe if, you, if you want to set her every ball, go to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That makes sense. Don't hit that skip button, everybody. We're going to be right back here with Sandcast. Just taking a brief second to give a big thanks to our sponsors. First and foremost, goes out to Wilson. Everyone should be stoked that the AVP season is coming up, which means that you need to order up your Wilson volleyballs or any other volleyball equipment you may need. So go to wilsonvolleyball.com to get that. Best news, you can get a discount. Wilson Sand. It's 20% off if you use our Sandcast Wilson discount. So hop on over, get your preseason equipment, get ready for the season coming up at wilsonvolleyball.com and use wilson sand for a 20 percent off discount this show is also brought to you by our guys at firefly recovery these guys are awesome try just went to doha and was using firefly recovery in the hotel room they've got them in the recovery tents on the fivb they're the best things possible because they're super mobile you can bring them on planes if you're traveling around the world i'm about to use them when i go to vienna and italy for snow volleyball you can bring them to work if you want they're, they just stimulate the blood flow in the area that's sore or injured and it helps it recover way faster and also just feels really good so if you're sore if you're or if you just want to stay on top of your recovery, use Firefly Recovery. It's the best thing on the market right now, and it's really cheap, too. So give them a try. Go to fireflyrecovery.com. And now for our Pacific Coast Wealth Management Olympic FIVB ranking update. Leading the charge for the men is Russians Vyacheslav Krasilnikov and Oleg Stoyanovsky. At number two, welcome aboard two-time gold medalist winners of Sydney and Doha, Esteban and Marco Grimalt, who are cousins, not brothers. Leading the way for the Americans at the moment, though that's likely to change here soon, is Triborn and Trevor Crabb. And for the women, at number one is Brazilian's Rebecca Cavalcanti, winner of the P1440 Top Guns event, and Ana Patricia Silva. At number two from the U.S. is Emily Day and Betsy Flint, silver medalists in Sydney. Uh, followed at number five is Brooke Sweat and Carrie Walsh Jennings. And at number six is Kelly Clays and Sarah Sponso. More Americans at 11 and 13 with Brittany Howard and Kelly Reeves and Alex Kleiman and April Ross, respectively. So really solid showing in our Pacific Coast Wealth Management Olympic Rankings update from the American women here. And now we're going to let you get back to the show. And the, how big is the college game getting now, too? Because you look at it, and, and yeah. I don't know if you watched any of the AVP or were able to, like, watch in between or just, like, downtime at Gulf Shores, but, like, Delaney Maple and Megan Kraft were both 16, mm-hmm. committed to playing college, and they made a main draw and got a win in main draw, and then you have the Norses yeah. for going to USC, and then, like, all these schools are getting, like, Stetson, yeah. an eight beat and a one, which I'm sure you guys probably enjoyed very yeah. much. Thank you, Stetson. <laughs> <laughs> I think the college game is just, like, exploding. Totally. Yeah. The difference from when we were freshmen to now, just how many girls are playing and just how much awareness there is around it, like how many people know about college beach volleyball. Because our first year, like we would people would be talking on campus, like, "Oh, beach volleyball, like is that club?" Like they just had no idea. Yeah. But now it's like a real sport, and people are excited about it. And the talent, like ones through fives, are all strong at a lot of the top schools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before there was a pretty big drop off, like ones, twos, and then kind of drop off. But now it's like every school has ten strong girls. Yeah. I was wondering, I was talking with um, Delaney, uh, an assistant coach at, at Pepperdine, and, and I was like, I feel like there should be a way to weight the courts so you don't have teams, like, sandbagging. Because I feel like, say, if court one was worth two and court two was worth, like, one and a half, and then you had, like, maybe court three was worth, like, 1.25 and then 1-1. One, one. So that oh, teams would really have to consider not yeah. throwing the ones because I know that that's always, like, an ethical thing in college because there's no, like, set rule. That, like, yeah, the coaches can do it. It's kind of like a sportsmanship thing. Yeah. yeah, so I know that like some coaches look at teams when they like drop their one to the two against like if they don't think they're going to beat Megan and Nicole, uh, they'll drop their real ones to the two because they know they weren't going to win on the one anyway. And just throw them. Yeah, and so they'll throw yeah. it. 
So this format sounds really fun. Yeah. They got to bring There's a lot of games and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go talk to Don. <laughs> right There's strategy for sure. Like Stein's pretty by the book. Like he doesn't like to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's pretty honest and the girls who are beating other teams in practice, like it's kind of, it's pretty fair. It's mm-hmm. not like he's just like, oh, I think you should be here. Right. Right. We play matches all the time. But I think that would be good because a lot of schools are just doing some funky stuff. Like yeah. a girl goes from the sevens to the ones out through the course of like a few matches. Yeah. <laughs> they and talked then, about maybe like, I think the school would draw who gets to pick first and then that team would, okay, this is going to be our ones. And then the next school would put up a team and say, okay, well this team will play your ones. And yeah. then they kind of go back and forth for who like places a team. There was talks about that, but I don't, I don't think anything ever came of it. Yeah. I think, I don't know, I think it'd be good to kind of toy with that system yeah. where it's a little bit weighted at the top so teams aren't just tossing matches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I, you, you don't want to, like, alienate the fives. Yeah. It's like, you're, you're important, too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Our fives was so important this year. They were... Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like that's where you guys won your matches. Because, yeah. I mean, the ones were so strong across the board that, it, I mean, even, like, you know, Tina and Abril and you guys were, like, not a sure thing. Like, mm-hmm. you were as close as it, as it got. But then, you know, twos and threes were strong. And then it was pretty much whoever had, like, the strongest three, four, five yeah. mm-hmm. was where it was won. And that's why, like, you guys in USC were so consistently strong. Yeah, Because you sure. had that. Getting those two, the four and five, against USC in the finals was huge for us. Yeah. Knowing we only had to win one of the one through three. Yeah. Was that, um, because I remember, like, I was watching the live stream and, and Dane Blanton was like, yeah, this is going to be really tough for USC to do. And even though, like, USC had that exact same situation in Pac-12s, like, did you guys think about that? That you're like, well, our fours and fives took care of it in Pac-12s too. Like, just one team's got to do it. Oh, yeah. I was definitely – I was so nervous before that game. And, I mean, we had lost to USC the last three times we played them as a school. So I think our whole team going into the tournament was kind of like, oh, like, a little nervous. But Mm -hmm. I think that the elements played to our advantage. It was windy, deep sand. Like, USC, it was – there was no wind – Hardcore and they're tall. And they're, they're big, big. girls, so yeah. it's like yeah. it just definitely wasn't our, you know, setting. Yeah, but I feel like Golf Shores plays really favorably mm-hmm. to you guys having like the wind, and you guys are such great servers too. Um, but anytime you guys play Tina and Abril, like you just like have to sit down and watch it. Like, it's just such <laughs> yeah. high level volleyball. I wish we could have finished our match in Golf Shores. <laughs> I was wondering because it's always a different perspective. So in like national championships, if. Um, like a team gets all th- like seals up three matches, they just won't finish the other two, and right. like, is that super frustrating oh, for you for guys? Because sure. like some yeah. people are like, yeah, like I get to rest, and then but I feel like the really competitive ones like, no, I wanted to finish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I try not to look at the other courts and just focus on ours. Yeah. But during the final, I could see in the distance like that Zana and Abby, our threes, had game point, and we were about to win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So. I was kind of just like just waiting, and, and then I like, heard screaming, dog pile, and I just we booked it. We <laughs> yeah. I felt bad we didn't shake hands with Tina and April, but we just yeah. wanted to be in on the dog pile. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. sure. In that moment, we didn't care that our game wasn't gonna finish. We right. were just like we won. We were just high on life. Yeah, no, that's happy funny. To have it's just all take care of it. When, yeah, when it's over, it, there's like a horn, and then it's just like, well, do you know what court, or are you just like running somewhere for the dog pile? Yeah, yeah, just where we heard the screaming. It's really. Funny. That sounds like a good time. Yeah, it was super fun. Can you imagine? We had that for... I feel like it would be really good for fans because... It would be awesome. Fans want to see the players more, just like the personalities and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And if, and if you know, every tournament you had the whole national team sitting there on the sideline cheering them mm-hmm. on, that'd be really cool. Whereas, like, now we kind of, like, show up in our hats and, like, we're scouting and, like, I hope they lose. <laughs> oh, yeah, go USA. I really hope they lose right now because they're going to cost me some money or I'm going to drop in the ranking or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's different for all national teams, but it'd be pretty cool if we're all yeah. cheering together. And if you look at any event that has, like, golf has, I don't know if you guys are familiar with golf, but they have the Ryder Cup, which is the U.S. versus Europe, every two years. And yeah. then you have the Walker Cup, which is for the younger um, like I think it's pretty much twenty six and under, like similar style, and like people go crazy for that. Like the Ryder Cup's insane, and it's a different vibe too, right? Like guys are getting fired up. Yeah, like, you yeah, know, like fans are chanting like, like USA, quiet. like on a golf course. Like, exactly, <laughs> you don't see that too. And often. you could have us out there, like I mean, 
realistically, we would probably be out there heckling the other team a little bit, oh, cheering it. our guys on, but heckling <laughs> the other team. And yeah. can you imagine if you mic'd up? I mean, you might have to bleep out a few things here and there, but mic up the sidelines <laughs> and just mic have up like, <laughs> don't mic up Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if you lose your match, but then you're still in it because your country's, you know, yeah. still going, and you're, I mean, probably playing for a significant amount of money. Mm-hmm. that this guy is going to go play for to make money for you and your family like i mean half the guys out there have kids mm-hmm. um that could be cool yeah so It'd i think really cool. we gotta make this happen after the olympics because i don't think anybody <laughs> would want to do it before tokyo no so 2021 would be the first uh world cup of beach volleyball we have to talk to <laughs> fibb somehow yeah maybe get hannes back in the game he dropped Fort Lauderdale. Or Sandcast. Or Sandcast. We just need a really big investor. There you go. We got our first team right here. <laughs> Anyone? You guys can yeah, make an ambassador. Investor? Maybe you. <laughs> you guys. Like and you mentioned, too, the. Um, you wanted to bring up the Vancouver Open. I've heard it's awesome. Have you played mm-hmm. in that? Yeah, we've played a bunch. It's yeah. such a fun tournament. So it's great. There's a beer garden. It's right on Kitts Beach. I don't know if you've been there. Um, Never been to Canada. Never been? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You have to come. I left the country Beautiful. the first time in October. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. So yeah, now I've just been traveling as much as possible. It's leaving. a really fun one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Is it like, um, like, how many teams are in it? Is it like a double limb, like mm-hmm. kind of like double ADC style? qualifier. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I play a lot of matches in one day. Especially More Americans are starting to play. I know Katie Sealer was there. I was, I was there. wondering if, we're, if Americans are like allowed to play or yes. if we need like a wild card or whatever to get in. Maybe a wild card or at least the qualifier. Because I think it's based on, like, our local point system, how you okay. get into the tournament. But what is the, the local point system in Canada? Is there, like, a domestic Canadian tour? Mm-mm. It's by province. Yeah, so we have okay. the um, volleyball, volleyball BC, BC tournaments. tournaments. Okay. There's, like, five, six events okay. in the summer. So you guys are probably officially retired from Vancouver Opens for a little while, though, I'd expect. There's decent prize money, actually. I think first place is seven grand. It's and if bad. we could go stay at home with mom and dad and yeah, get fed and get driven, sure. then it could be a good payday <laughs> for us. don't have to come all the way down to UCLA to watch you guys play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'd be fun to play in front of the, the home crowd. Yeah, do so you fun. have, like, a decent Canadian following at this point, like, kind of backing you guys up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I mean, cool. we started when we were so little and yeah. people that have been around for the nine years that we've been playing. The global community is pretty small in Vancouver. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. You guys probably have a, a pretty good American backing now, too, just like yeah. with all you've done at UCLA, too. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where do you stand in the Canadian rankings? Or not in the rankings, but like how far down are you from? Like, is 2020 something that you could do? Like, are, you, are they, they in reach? Well, we're pretty far behind the top two, um, Heather and Brandy and Sarah and Melissa. Like, they're both top five in okay. the world right now. So one thing we'd love is to go and be the training team, okay. like the injury sub. The Canadian Olympic Committee sends one oh, they're team gonna to send go train. Team? So yeah. have, okay. That would have been nice last time. I could have got, <laughs> gone to the Olympics. Go yeah. serve some balls and yeah. watch, <laughs> hang out. Randy and Melissa were the training team last year. Oh, for what? Or last, Sa- Olympics. last Olympics for Sarah okay. and The U.S. Heather. did not do that. Being cheap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be cool, though. But, I mean, you guys can still make an olympic push yeah. first of all it's Anything really early yeah yes they have good finishes but the world tour is very gnarly mm-hmm. and anything could happen you mm-hmm. guys you only need uh four finishes to mm-hmm. like jump you know, i don't know you have four good tournaments in a row you could be top four in the world you know yeah. seating wise top five in the world and then it just goes on finishes from there mm-hmm. so i mean i think you guys are definitely in the race uh, although it probably doesn't look great right now because those other two teams are doing so well. But, yeah, I know. I think a goal for you guys for sure would be at least to qualify, you know? So you can qualify top 16 in the world, right? Mm-hmm. That's an accomplishment. If the other two teams beat you out, so be it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, qualifying, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to have to practice doing that for the next squad, mm-hmm. right? So going through that process the first time, I think, is going to be really beneficial. Yeah, that's smart. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean... From what I hear, you guys are killing it, so <laughs> it should be a smooth transition. And these other Canadian girls, I was on the Norseka tour with a few of them. They they were, you know, all the way from the back. They moved their way up, so I think you guys are starting off uh, on the world tour at a much higher point than they did, and they came up quick. Like, yeah. Mel was yeah. like, I don't know, I like 
back of the main draw. She was with Taylor. Mm -hmm. They were like qualifier, main draw, Norsecas. And then all of a sudden, she's like the best defender in the world. Like for for a minute there. Brandy's the exact same thing. All of a sudden, she's the best blocker in the world. Like, Two, a year or two later. Yeah, mm-hmm. Her and Heather had a phenomenal finish to the year last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. They won like three events in a row and got second in the other one. They lost at North Sake at yeah, April. Like a year ago it. from right now, Brandy's not Brandy. Yeah. Right? So like it can happen quick mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. It's weird to like think that big. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Around that. Yeah. yeah. So what are the kind of the smaller... We can kind of zoom in a little bit. So we're like kind of the smaller step-by-step goals that you guys are looking at right now. Our main goal for this summer was going to be to kind of qualify for main draws for some of the bigger tournaments. And also a big thing was to just kind of get settled with our new life in Toronto. Those were our main focuses. So even qualifying for the world championships just like was amazing for our summer. Like we had, we wouldn't have expected that. Like if you Mm -hmm. had told us that we'd qualify last year, we would like, we wouldn't believe you. Yeah. Like it's just it's unbelievable that we will be playing in that this year. That's and then super we've, exciting. We've only done one four star Las Vegas, and okay. we lost in the qualifier to a good young Brazilian team. Who, so who uh, beat you guys? Tana Victoria. We played them okay. in the quarterfinals in Chetumal. Okay. Yeah. Oh, um, Tana Lima. Is that? Or... No, these are younger girls around okay. our age. Got it. Um, so we know them from like the under twenty one. Oh, okay. So familiar faces. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was disappointing, and that's like our only four star like qualifier. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. It's huge getting the wild card, and then China. Yeah. So, so China, are you qualifier or are you mm-hmm. in qualifier? qualifier. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Which, then graduation, mm-hmm. right yes. after that, skipping Czech Republic. Yeah, and then world champs. So you guys are going coming back home to graduate, and then right back on to the world tour. Well, World oh. Championships is end of June, and our graduation is June 13th. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So we'll, I think right after graduation, we're moving to Toronto, and then we'll have maybe a week there, and then we're off to Hamburg. Okay. Have you guys been to Hamburg yet? Mm-mm, yeah. No. That'll be fun. Yeah, I'm really excited. Good we love Germany. Places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really mellow town. Yeah. It's not like, it's probably like the least, there's the least amount of distractions in that town. It's just very mellow, little coffee shops. Oh, nice. nice. Trees, little lakes. We work with a German coach from Toronto. His name's Leonard Krapp. He used to coach the national team, but now he trains um, Heather and Brandy. So we'll practice with them sometimes. I think we're going to be on the same travel schedule as them, and he'll, we'll work with him in Hamburg. He kind of That's where he's from, so he knows that... Yeah. He's got the lay of the land He's got down. the lay of the land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, will you guys be uh, in contact with Stein while you're out there? Yeah. Have you talked about yeah. that at all? Yeah, I'm sure we'll keep in touch. He's got so much going on with recruiting, For and sure, yeah. now the core is being renovated. Yeah. Like, but he always tells us that we're always welcome back on our own expense. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <Yeah. laughs> it's really funny. We gotta get Stein on the podcast. Yeah, we really oh, that'd do. That would be very yeah. entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> his stories, oh my oh, gosh. <laughs> We've totally adopted his lingo over the past four years. We'll yeah. say things and people are like, what are you oh, talking about? Oh, there we go. <laughs> I love it. Just talking Stein now. Yeah. Stein was the... Uh, I mean, he was the guy that we looked up to growing up because I grew mm-hmm. up in Hawaii, obviously, and I knew his parents. And I mean, everyone's families are really close. So yeah, I've I've heard that dialogue plenty. But I know that he obviously is one of the best players. I mean, one of the best players ever, mm-hmm. you could argue, um, or at least one of the best minds of the game. So mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys learned a lot there. I, I wish he taught me more. <laughs> Damn it, Stein! <laughs> You're playing against him. He couldn't have the outrigger Rugrats taking him down early. Dude, he should have. I never <laughs> played against him. He always talks about the game within the game. Like, yeah. yeah. Even in Gulf Shores, it was when we were standing with our team for the national anthem, and there was like this hype video, and he's like, that's just noise, that's a distraction. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get an emotional response out of all of us. He said, don't, don't watch the video. So we're all on the end line, like all... 12 of us and we're like staring straight ahead at the USC girls on the other end line and they're always they're always looking up and Stein's like nope none of you can look wow yeah I'm sure the fans were wondering what was going on (laughs) yeah for sure I mean it was a pretty cool hype video I wanted to watch (laughs) did you like go back look it up on YouTube after after. (laughs) yeah totally They do such a good job with the production at um, Golf Shores. And they do it quick. Like, the day before, you're, they're taking clips of all the teams, and then yeah. Yeah, they put it together. It's yeah. great. And I mm-hmm. saw, um, like, the viewership was up, like, 46% from a year ago. It's, like, wow. booming. Yeah. It was, like, a million viewers. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's That's awesome. crazy. Yeah, it's huge. NCAA has been so good for our sport mm-hmm. as a whole, professional, everything. Yeah. I, I'm really excited to see where where uh, the sport goes because it seems like it's going up like 50% every year, the viewership and everything. Mm-hmm. AVP is probably quadrupled in the last yeah. year or two, I right? was just looking That's at awesome. the entry list for Austin, and it's just full of college girls, which a lot of them won't even be able to get in because it's a 48-team mm-hmm. cap and they don't have any AVP points, but... Mm-hmm. It's fun to see, like, all these names from the college season just getting right in. Yeah. And, like, you guys get way better training than any of the, like, up-and-coming professionals because most of them don't have the money to spend on coaches. And, like, mm-hmm. you guys have, like, weight totally. training. You it's get, intense. Yeah. 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 Do you guys have, like, sports psychs at mm-hmm. UCLA? Yeah, the resources are incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. physio, massage therapy, weightlifters, uh, you know. Nutritionists. Nutritionists. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything. That's it's one fun. thing about going to a nice school. Obviously, I went to SC <laughs> uh, with those athletic programs that have nice, uh, uh, whatever, facilities and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It never gets better than, yeah. <laughs> than that, unfortunately. Yeah. You think, like, in your head, you're like, as a kid, every time high school is going to be awesome, college will be better, and then pros will be even sicker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, USA <laughs> treats treats them pretty well. No, we got yeah, you we're, we're pretty spoiled here, but yeah. I went to SC, you know, I had my name on the locker. <laughs> yeah. I had like a lounge with the T V and yeah. the, it's know. nice having everything in one condensed area, like being able to just go upstairs for a locker room, down and get physio, yeah. someone down to wait with a smoothie. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> it's all totally. in one place. Yeah. And now you have to create your team, which is yeah. actually really a cool blessing in disguise if you take advantage of it because Going to college, you you pick the program as a whole, but mm-hmm. you're not picking one coach here, that assistant, yeah. mm-hmm. that physio, that whatever, yeah. you know? Right. But in our sport, if you're lucky enough to have, you know, enough funding to do it, you can really create an entire team. Mm-hmm. And in a way, you cool. become the boss if you're, like, paying these people. You're 100% you the demand. boss. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And you're the travel agent and you're mm-hmm. the, you know whatever you have to deal with everything mm-hmm. it's yeah. actually pretty cool in the ncaa we always laugh about how all you have to do is play mm-hmm. like you're shuttled to where you're playing you're told like when to eat what to eat what to wear when you're warming up like you really don't have to think about anything except okay i have to step on the court and play yeah and so. how's it been now uh looking at your fiv schedule and figuring out that i know travel? now i'm like it keeps me up at night i'm like okay we need to get it from does. like our apartment in Westwood to eat to Pema, like by <laughs> yeah. ourselves. Like. Yeah. And then from Brazil to oh, Vancouver. Yeah. And then, to, uh-huh. yeah, it's stressful. And it's not one way as usually because we're not playing in these major cities a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So, like, we've all been booking recently. We're going from LA to probably through Rio, or probably through Houston or something like that to Rio, Sao Paulo, Sao Paulo. Rio. that's like the easy one, yeah. but then we a have to go to a smaller airport, and a bus. yeah, so you have to go yeah. another, find another website, usually, sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, find another flight, and then make sure that you're signed up for the shuttle, if mm-hmm. they have a shuttle, mm-hmm. if they don't have a shuttle, you gotta figure out how to, how you're gonna get to the site, to the <laughs> hotel, make sure that you're actually on the list at the hotel, I've showed up before, and we weren't on the list, I'm like, well, I can't contact anyone right now. So I guess I'll just pay for the hotel and hope they reimburse me. But it's always an adventure. Yeah, yeah. I think that's like. Part I feel of like the I'm fun. making it sound really bad, but <laughs> it's both. Yeah. It's both. <laughs> it's have the you, real world. Have you guys started kind of building your own team? Do you have a coach traveling with you, or is it uh, just the twins? For this next little bit, it's just us. Yeah. Um, We'll sometimes bring our personal coach that we worked with in Vancouver, but now she's actually a head coach in the NCAA at okay. Alabama Birmingham. Oh, okay. So she's busy with that. So I think that's kind of another thing we're going to look at doing in the next little bit. Like we're now like, finding um, carded athletes through Volleyball Canada, so they have a, a strength trainer, nutritionist. Um, so they have some of those like Physio. resources laid out for us. And we've heard great things about them. So we're really excited to start working with them, too. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's great. It'll be a fun couple yeah. of weeks for you guys. Yeah. It's going to be a big transition. Just the McNamara's taking on the world. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's only we're four days, five days post-NCAA. And yeah. in that time, we were just like national championship. Yeah. Your guys' lives have been moving about. like at hyper speed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. It's been a lot going on. Yeah. A lot <laughs> going on. <laughs> I remember we had this conversation with uh, Sarah Sponsel last year. 
because mm-hmm. she kind of did a similar thing. Have you guys talked to her at all about what, what it's going to be like? Yeah, yeah. Well, she's, she's actually gone. gone. Yeah, she, she left yesterday, she's and she's got gone the for a on Tuesday. They're doing four oh. tournaments, I think, back to back. So she's missing her graduation, which will oh. be disappointing. Yeah. yeah. But she was having to balance because she would practice with Kelly and USA during the week. During the week, a couple times while also training with us. Yeah. So she, I think she had a tough time balancing all of it. She had a lot on her plate. Plus, like, you know, school. Plus school, yeah. yeah. That <laughs> That's like kind of on the back burner. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We always kind of forget. Oh, school. <laughs> was it hard to keep up with grades and everything, or were you guys okay with it? I mean, uh-huh. you seem like you're pretty smart. Yeah, we're pretty <laughs> driven. So yeah. as much as we talk a big game, oh, whatever, school. Like yeah. we want to do well, so yeah. we ended up doing well. And we say we're we're pretty good at time management and like knowing when we have deadlines right. and doing things early before travel days. And, yeah. Yeah. So that was. I think that play to our advantage. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys, like, do you have any time to do something non-volleyball related? Like, what do you do to, like, kind of unwind and just relax? We love cooking. Cooking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And watching Food Network. So that's what we'll do after a really busy day is we'll, just the two of us, we'll make dinner. and Or big foodies. We'll try and find, like, cool restaurants in L.A. L.A.'s great for that. They have yeah. all the up-and-coming restaurants. So is so. traveling the world. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You guys probably have some people on that. tour would laugh at us because in Tokyo... They were all just stoked on the food at the hotel. but Which we, was amazing. We did have it a couple it, times. It was yeah. great. But then we found on some Netflix documentary hosted by David Chang, he talked about some pizza place in Tokyo. So we took like three different subways to get to this like <laughs> hole-in-the-wall pizza place. And it was no like way. top to three meals of my life. We ended up going back. Really? I didn't yeah. hang out so with you guys. guys. Yeah. yeah, no, we'll <laughs> find like the, the best. Person the best like... restaurant in Itapema will be there. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, got tag along for your world travels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to get out more. Sometimes you get lazy and you're just like, oh, I'm gonna stay in my room. Just, if you go so far, you want to explore. Might as well experience yeah, it. for sure. Mm-hmm. That's good. Definitely recommend that. I need to. I need to remember that this time around. Go explore <laughs> a little more. It's good to balance. So we did a little bit too much of that on our snow trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we came back, out the way we you came guys back did. like eight pounds heavier. <laughs> <laughs> How much beer was involved in that? <laughs> well, we're in Italy, so there's a lot of wine. Oh, wine, okay. Wine yeah. was like nice. 250 for Wine bottle, and pasta. So. That'll weigh you down a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, like, we were all, it was like Zons. He was like, well, we're in Italy. Like, you have yeah. to. <laughs> and it's yeah, snowball. It's like, you know, a test, yeah. sort of test event. So. Yeah. We did just, it have that, like, really competitive feeling at the it snow did. tournament? After, like, once you got into it. It did, because the level of play was actually really high. You guys are like dancing, come on. (laughs) Well, I mean, so it's Casey Patterson. That's true. Like, just because, like, we were having fun, but we were also really competitive. Um, Well, Zon really wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) He got competitive, but he also, like, when we lost, it's not like we were crushed. No, you could tell teams were... I mean, you weren't, like, not crying. Well, like, like, the Polish guys and the Russians were, like... Like, they were, like, crying. So we beat this Polish team that has apparently been doing this for like 10 years, and they were like despondent afterwards. And our the CEO of USA was there, like just checking it out, and he's like, those guys have been doing this for like 10 years, and you guys go out here and like goof around. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we were like, man, like it was kind of insulting. <laughs> <laughs> but then they ended up winning bronze in the next event, and they were like on their knees, like bawling their eyes out, and like their wives came on the court, like hugging oh, them. No I was like, damn, like this is a serious thing. Maybe they just got really big bonuses. <laughs> Maybe. You guys didn't know about the Polish Snow Federation's big <laughs> <laughs> Polish volleyball in general is really good mm-hmm. yeah I feel like all like a bunch mm-hmm. of all the cold weather countries are getting really good at volleyball like Norway. Poland is really good Norway is really good mm-hmm. Canada like when you guys were growing up like did you expect that Canada would be such a beach powerhouse no, no. we still get asked oh how do you play beach volleyball in Canada yeah <laughs> by some people like at UCLA even yeah um, never would have expected it yeah, so, like, what what do you think is kind of led to that rise in Canadian beach volleyball? Because it's kind of a recent wave of things, um, especially on the women's side. Like, Brandy and Heather and Sarah and Melissa, like, both held the number one position in the world at a different mm-hmm. point last year. I mean, it's hard to say. Yeah. Um, we've been kind of in the NCAA bubble right. for the last four years. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, last... even four years ago, it was like, our teams were doing okay. But right. it's not, all of a sudden, it was like, one and three and yeah all these podium like now finishes you see Canada and, wow. in the tournament and you're like that's probably a favorite where yeah. it's like it used to be you see Brazilian teams and it was like okay mm-hmm. well that's probably them but now it's like the world tour is just really diversified now yeah I feel mm-hmm. like it's really exciting for us just to know that like being in Canada like it's possible and 
with all the resources and the training, like that's what we're going to start doing now and doing it full time. We haven't really been full time beach volleyball players. We've always been balancing school, so right. it's exciting. Yeah, it'll be a fun new chapter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you guys, would you consider coming back down to the South Bay? We like, would love to. We, yeah. we have this great life in L.A. We love it so much. We're getting very sad to leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So ideally, we'll get to a point where we can spend a month out of the year down here training like some of the other Canadian teams do. Yeah, I'm sure it wouldn't be too hard to find a place yeah. to stay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Plenty of friends out here. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I know we've kept you guys for a while here. Um, not that you have school to get to or anything. <laughs> fi- we'll let yeah. you finally relax yeah. um, for a night. But is there anything else you guys wanted to chat about or bring up or anything you wanted to mention? No, this is great. Yeah, it was fun we covered it all. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> and so where, uh, where can our listeners kind of follow along uh, your guys' journey? Um, we'll usually post updates on Instagram, mostly, okay. or Facebook. And where are the handles to find you guys? Uh, Megan and McNamara. Nicole C. McNamara. All right. Easy enough. <laughs> there we go. And cool. uh, Troy, anything for the twins? Uh, I mean, we got to ask a question we ask everyone at the end of each episode, which is if you had one piece of advice for an up-and-coming beach volleyball player, what would that piece of advice be for, for both of you? For me, it's always hard over height. Okay. <laughs> Just people always tell us. We might like, have to make that the new, uh, the new chalkboard we can push quote. That, yep. yeah. We're told all the time, like, you're too short, mm-hmm. you know, so. I love that. Don't listen. That's great. Prove them wrong. <laughs> yeah, and just keep putting yourself out there. And never mm-hmm. give up. Love that. Well, thank you, ladies, for taking time of your crazy busy schedule. Um, good luck on the world tour. We will be thank following you so along. See you in Brazil. I heard it's nice, so yeah. awesome. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs>